0: Instant star. I'm not sure I like this show. I mean, maybe it'll get yeah. better, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was like hoping strong.
1: <laughs> I was just like, I mean, this is going to be like reviewing a Degrassi because it's the same stuff. Yeah. It's the the Shyler Stone model. I think we're just in right. We don't have to do a cold. Oh open. Yeah,
0: no, that's we're just in.
1: We don't do a cold open no.
0: on these. We don't. But then sometimes we do? Sometimes.
1: Usually it's us going like this, mm-hmm. and then we play the song. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes, Pat and Rach will get you through. Yeah. All right. Instant start. Hey, Br- Patreon. Welcome. Hey, to... Dean Jones. We're so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. We recorded an episode earlier this week, and we're back again.
0: And so we're recording this on March 11th. It's probably going to come out a little bit later this month, but today was the last day we sat next to each other in person it's a year true. ago.
1: Yes. Today was the day that Tom Hanks announced he and his wife, Rita Wilson, Rita Rudner, <laughs> had COVID. <laughs> and we found out at the end of an episode that we were recording, and that was the last time we were in person together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weird, it's been a
1: weird year. When did we move your stuff into st- storage? Oh, that was much later. That
0: than was that. in September, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we were, like, in cars together. That was probably that ill-advised. Was, I, yeah, I'm sure. And we hugged each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, we totally did. We had masks on, though. <laughs> yeah. And it was when cases were, like, the lowest that they ever were in New York since the beginning of this. So, cases, honestly, if yeah. we were going to do it, September was the time to have a hug.
1: Oh, right. Because it was right by my birthday because you gave me that wonderful Lauren Collins cameo where mm-hmm. she called me hun. And then I was supposed to DM her and I never
0: did. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> How you
1: doing there, Rach? I know you had a tough day today. You yeah, feeling good yeah. about recording? I had
0: a, I had a rough day um, work-wise, Deep Johns. But otherwise, I'm feeling good. It, it's good to have a work-life boundary which is very impossible when your work is your life and you're not doing anything else. <laughs> you never leave your house, but
1: I was watching a short Ted talk with Ethan Hawke before we came on here. Oh really? Uh, and he had done, it was just like a 10 minute thing. Mm-hmm. He just did it like at a place and it's like a new thing, I think. And it was about, uh, creativity and how important creativity is mm-hmm. And how sometimes it's very hard to uh, find ways to do that, and I was very much relating to it.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I was really optimistic, and even up through like I was doing pretty well through like May, June. I would say like in, to right around, <laughs> right, right around when uh, George Floyd died. I would say is when I lost my impetus to do anything. Um, yeah. But I would say March, April, when I couldn't go out, I was, I was writing. I felt like really good about stuff. I can't do anything creative now. Like I just don't have any energy for any of it except for this. But I mean, this is it. This is chatting. Yeah,
1: but even this sometimes i like I feel like some one one or both of us is tired.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just reading an article from Vice about how everyone is fatigue angry now. Like it's just it's like the article title was something along the lines of why everyone's an asshole right now. So I relate yeah. very much to this.
1: Well, that doesn't explain why you were such an asshole prior to this though. So. <laughs> Just I'm today just kidding. you are gen- genuinely yeah. not an asshole. I, that is it's just Thank a joke. You. Sometimes I would say that to anyone who was up across from me on the virtual table. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what we didn't do on the on the main show on mm-hmm. uh what do they say what do they call that the kids uh, on uh Degrassi? on uh, deep? No, 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 no. Social media, they call it like on main. We didn't do it on main. Mm-hmm. Never heard that? No. It's like some people like have a fake like an Instagram that's only for like oh they have finsters yeah or like an Instagram that's like a different thing from their main Instagram.
2: Gotcha. So I do this on main. Yeah.
1: What we didn't do on main, deep, was welcome the newest broomhead to the folds.
0: Oh yeah. We have someone, and maybe we them. should wait
1: to do that on Maine. I feel like that's more important. That's yeah. for like the whole
0: crew. Yeah, we we should make sure that we should check that with uh our pal who, first. Who, who yeah. brought into
1: <laughs> who brought the new Dean John yeah. into being? I think yeah. she would be okay
0: maybe. with it. I think she would too. Yes. But I, yeah, and maybe we can do that next week. So
1: let's cryptically talk <clears throat> around it, and then she'll hear this
0: and then be like, and oh, we would yeah. have
1: already asked her, and yeah. then we'll do it next week.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. All
1: the Deep Johns know. Also, the ones this who come one on might not Zoom come plans.
0: out for a few weeks, so you know.
1: Yeah, that's true. So we've decided on uh, at the Patreon that <clears> we were going to try to do a new Patreon exclusive series, where Rachel and I will watch the Shyler Stone joint that followed Degrassi: The Next Generation and ran concurrently with Degrassi: The Next Generation, uh, Instant Star, starring Alex. Uh, uh, one name only mm-hmm. uh and we'd said we're going to tr- we're going to see how it goes we're going to do two episodes every other month so it'll be like a bi-monthly and then in the middle the months in between we'll do something fun and new and different each time mm-hmm. just kind of trying to bring a little bit of a something special to it yeah you know this way the the, the uh the folks on Maine as we say mm-hmm. they're not going to get instant star Mm-mm. they'll only get grassy whereas the johns they are going They're to be to us mm-hmm. uh, not liking
0: another Shiloh Stone <laughs> show. I'm hoping that it gets a bit better, but I I looked up the date. It's 2004, which um, then dated it very specifically. I know we talked recently, and I think it might have been on the last bonus rather than on main, but I'm not 100% sure, about a conversation that you and I and Myra were having about mtv in the late 90s and i had said that i caught this show that was like the year of music 1998 and all the rock and hip-hop people were like shitting on boy bands and i was like oh this is that time period when people just were like oh boy bands aren't serious they're not important they're not real music Cause that was the first vibe that I got <laughs> from this show was like,
1: yeah, this seems to be like 2004. So it's like after, but it's like almost like after that has kind of come and gone. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember after that going away, like rock music, particularly like making a big comeback in the mainstream. No. I even looked up it because I was years. interested. I was very interested. So I looked up 2004 is like top, Selling albums mm-hmm. Not like Pitchfork's favorite albums But yeah. like top selling albums And it was like Usher mm-hmm. And um Yeah, and I was, yeah it was and, really and the, big
0: then Yeah,
1: That was the number one song yeah. of the year And the album was the number one album So that it was I guess it was more like College Dropout Came out in 2004 mm-hmm. So it was a hip hop And the one album that was like a rock album That was in the top ten It was very high and it was a very popular album Was the Evanescence album
0: oh yeah that was wake like wake me up
2: can't wake up
0: yeah when it came to like popular music what happened was that you had like all this alt rock and then the pop music came and then it that ushered in like the limp Bizkit era of rock which i did not like at all was were boy bands
1: happening concurrently with Limp Biscuit? I thought Limp- they oh, yeah, were, definitely. but I
0: think that there was like kind of this weird back and forth of what was popular of the two. And I don't know if it was like reactionary, like it was kind it, it was like that's why the two became popular was because they were kind of at extremes of, of each other.
1: Well, there was also like the thing about like Fred Durst and Christina Aguilera.
0: Oh, Yeah
1: doing something we don't know what could yeah. probably possibly nothing yeah. but uh I, to just to quickly go back uh i i was told by a very uh trusted source mm-hmm. our good deep john Lindsay, mm-hmm. that instant star picks up in season two
0: yeah and so that's so we good. should at
1: least t- uh,
0: uh
1: sweat it out what are we looking for ride it out
0: ride it out oh of course and i know- it was so bad I just at first um, Felt a little bit like this Is kind of all a cliche And they were making jokes about Cliches in it but then everything about it Felt very cliched yeah, Like I'm I gonna felt tell like you the truth. I felt like I Alex's Reminded Alex's. me of um, Haley from Paramore With her hair but this is
1: pre Paramore Right for sure
0: when did they first Come out though I like Paramore yeah. a lot I'm not. I'm not saying. I I never really cared about Paramore, but I'm not saying shit time. about them for it. It just reminded me of them, formed in 2004. But I think. But that... when did
1: Misery Business come out? That's yeah. later. That's got to be later. That's got to be like 08, 07, 08.
2: Daydreaming into the night.
1: That third Paramore album is fucking brilliant. I love mm-hmm. it. It's just called Paramore. It has. Yeah.
0: And, and it's fun. Their second and album came out in 2007. In it's fun.
1: Which one is that? The one with the Misery Business mm-hmm, on it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that was the big one. I will say that... So everybody, if you don't know, if you didn't watch Instant Star on YouTube mm-hmm. or to catch up or if you've never seen it, mm-hmm. the gist is that Alex, the actress... Uh, The one named actress, Alex, uh, who is also the star of one of the great movies. She won an award
0: for Devil's Diary, I found out today, looking it up.
1: What fucking award? The goddamn Canadian Garbage Can Awards? (laughs) (laughs)
0: The Oscar the Grouch Award.
1: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth annual Canadian Garbage Can Awards. It's just, we give out awards. (laughs) Best actress in a... Fucking TV shithole movie. Um, so she was in the Farhead Man masterpiece Devil's Diary, which mm-hmm. we loved and talked about in uh, on on Fleek. That's that's not what we call it,
0: <laughs> it's on main. <laughs> no, we didn't talk about it on main. Oh, no, I don't know what the other on, one would be on, on
1: exclusive f- on Fleek. <laughs> <laughs> Remember on mm-hmm. Fleek,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it's not our Finsta, so right. Um, so
1: Alex Z plays Jude Harrison, mm-hmm. a young, fifteen-year-old Canadian high school student who won a American Idol style contest. Kind of, it also seems it's like very regional. This contest yeah. where it was just mostly people from her school.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they, I don't think they could hire a lot of extras. I don't think that girl went to her school, though.
1: No, but I also at one point was not. I thought that that girl Eden was her sister. Oh, Sadie.
0: yeah, because you they just were both blonde. They look and, similar. Yeah.
1: Um. So she wins this contest, and I get, and
0: she gets like a record deal, and and not and not any those. contest. This contest is called Instant Star. <laughs> it's the Which, name and, of the and show. it
1: turns her into an instant star. Mm-hmm. Um. I will say your first your impressions of Alex uh, were very Haley from Paramore which mm-hmm. very true they're mm-hmm. very similar. I thought in my head when this show premiered how upset Stacy Farber must have been
2: mm-hmm. that she was
1: like why am I on this fucking show where they don't do anything with me except like complain about Marco going out partying. But is Stacey Farber
0: a singer? Because I read Alex Johnson's uh, Wikipedia page today. And so she was Mm -hmm. much more of a singer than an actor. And then she submitted a tape to Shyler Stone when she heard about this. this And she's written, she wrote most of the songs on the show, too.
1: I will say the songs are pretty good.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: As far as like original songs on Canadian teen dramas go.
0: I mean, don't shit on Craig's songs because we love Craig's songs and especially Ashley's song. I'm not. Oh, I know. I mean, songs.
1: uh, Songs. (laughs) Alex is a song. Alex is his songs. It would be really really funny if like somewhere in one of these seasons, they don't say anything about it. But one of Jude Harrison's hit songs is you're good, but you don't know it.
0: And she actually wrote that for Degrassi. But like
1: rearranged and, you know, (laughs) Tommy Q rearranges it just so.
0: There's, yeah, there's one thing we have to talk about very, very, very first before we get into the rest of it and all the setup. And that is the fucking intro to these episodes, which is a CD case opening up (laughs) with the title of the song on a burned CD from some 90s band every time.
1: <laughs> this was the end of CDs, man, I'll tell you. This, was, was, the, like right at the this end. was
0: the dying, last dying breath of CDs. And they were like, nope, we're going to really ring out the last bit of it. People had MP3 players by this point, and they're like, nope, CDs. Somebody does say like, well, you could put it on MP3
1: for all I care. Sort of like poo-pooing. I will say this show is heavy-handed in its uh, music shout-outs, but also like... I kind of appreciate the homework. Not mm-hmm. that like Tim Armstrong from Rancid is like a big reach, but like, okay, I'm with you. Or like, yeah, the, I did.
0: The Tim Armstrong, Billy Joe didn't bother me. What bothered, I did not like her friend, Jamie. He oh was so annoying he's and the, dumb. And he is... when he says that. When he's like trying to trash talk the boy band guy and he says, you know, we were listening to songs by Sonic Youth writing songs that would change the world. And I was like, I hate this guy so much. That
1: was the moment I completely was turned on him. I didn't like him at all. He's this third. He's Max from fucking Zoe. He every show Mm -hmm. has that's going to have a love triangle.
0: And it's always. Like, when you look back, it seems like it's the nice guy, but the nice guy is a really bad trope where they are actually super oppressive and not good people. That's every show.
1: That's like, that's every tr- mm-hmm. love triangle show. It has like the nerdy best friend who thinks he's owed something. Now, this kid seems like a little bit like he's going to be nicer. I'm a, I am can already see, and correct me if, and the broom heads will correct. What do we call the, the star? The star, uh, the... Star the starbirds, <laughs> the starbirds, the, the starbirds, the fans, the the instant star. Sorry, th-
0: did you ever fans. watch Community?
1: E- Starburns. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I thought you were saying it first. I was like, starbirds
1: The star, the star marks. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure out something mm-hmm. to call them. They probably know the this. Star bars. But it se- it does seem like they're set. The star, <laughs> the stars and bars. Uh, the star, fucking nuts. I don't know.
0: Starred Turs.
1: The Star Treks.
0: The, no, I know what they're called. The stars the is a. Is, uh... The stars.
1: Okay, um, that's good. That's what they'll be. The stars is. is. So the stars is, is will know, but it seems to me like this is going to sh- shake out where Jamie, the nerdy friend, mm-hmm. is definitely going to end up with the cat, who's the best friend, the uh, the third best friend. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It looks like a Xander Willow, although that never happened. Mm -hmm. And a uh, Harvey and uh, Sabrina on the Sabrina Mm -hmm. show, Mm -hmm. how he doesn't end up with Sabrina. He ends up with Jazz Sinclair, whose character name I
0: can't remember. I can't remember either.
1: It seems like it might go that way, but it also might not. I don't know. I was also feeling vibes Sadie and Jamie that I was kind of like, I could fuck with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. I don't know. uh, Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with Sadie. I don't love Sadie so far, except for that she's so mean. I think, see,
1: I think she is easily my favorite character on the show. (laughs) Like, it's not even close.
0: (laughs) See, whereas I think that mine, just because his, like, Boston accent is so bad, is a little Tommy Q. (laughs) Something about him that I kind of love to hate. (laughs)
1: So, we're not setting the scene great. That's no. my fault. So, she wins this contest. Mm-hmm. She gets put in to like w- to have to work with a producer and at a record label. I'll get mm-hmm. to the producer in a second. So, she's put to work with this record label. But Jamie, who is her nerdy best friend and songwriting partner, mm-hmm. they write songs together, is like kind of along for the ride, but obviously, nobody wants him there. Yeah. So, we're immediately set up with like sh- her influences are Green Day and Rancid mm-hmm. and Kurt Cobain and yeah. Joe Strummer. She's very mm-hmm. punk rock, even though none of these songs are fucking punk rock. No. But what the but par, some of the label people don't think that she should have actually won the contest because they don't think she's commercial enough. Mm-hmm. So what they've done is set her up with a producer who's Tommy Q, who used to be the lead singer in this very famous boy band, but is now a maturing mm-hmm. artist.
0: Not just any boy band; they were called Boys Attack. <laughs>
1: Boys attack. Boys is attack. And Alex is, is a, attack. Is, is the stars. And his
0: is. name, his name is Tom Quincy, but he used to be a little Tommy Q. Don't ever call him little Tommy Q. Now
1: we have talked a lot about Degrassi, uh, really ramping things up very quickly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They, Degrassi's got nothing on instant star, which has, Alex, uh, Jude Harrison and Tommy Q hate each other to start. And then within one 24 hour period, (laughs) 24 hour period, they have bonded, rewritten a song together, had pictures of them taken to put and put in a uh, tabloid. Tabloid had Alex say that she makes amazing music with him and has fallen in love with him. All and kisses him and has hurt him rebuff her because he's twenty two years old and she's fifteen. This is all within. They actually say it's a two day period, but it's not because. Well, maybe it is because when they meet, they play the song together by the river.
0: Mm-hmm. They have forty eight <laughs> hours. Favorite scenes when he's just like, "Hey, we're we're gonna go somewhere," and he takes her to like the empty lot by the docks. And of course, there's a pap who catches them. Yeah, yeah. playing an acoustic guitar down by the docks. Also, his you know
1: what you go
0: ahead, his car is amazing.
1: You call them the docks. You know what I call them? What the P. Morgan. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Deep Johns, it's me, Piers Morgan, recently mm-hmm. retired from my job at Good Morning Britain, here to talk about Instant Star. Let me tell you something. This woman is a liar.
0: So when, when I was 15... I met a twenty-two-year-old that I really liked. He might have even been twenty-three, um, and I think that I thought he was younger than that, and he thought I was older than I was. And we we were friends for a while. Nothing ever happened because he's not an idiot or an asshole or a terrible person or anything like that. And I appreciate that. As soon as Jude kissed Tommy Q, I was like, good, like glad that he turned around and was like, no, 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 honey, you're fifteen. But I'm like, if they make them end up together, I'm just gonna be mad about it. I was concerned.
1: And I was glad that they I, di- I was concerned that it was going to be a love triangle type thing between yeah. the, these three characters. But it seems as though they've pivoted from that right away. Yeah, I will say he was being a little flirty with yeah. Jude Harrison at the docks at the piers, But mm-hmm. uh, but it does seem he's only in this for the music and uh, and he's rip roaring, ready to go. Yeah, which is good. By the end of the first episode. They have bonded. They make beautiful music together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jude Harrison has changed the lyrics to the song that she wrote with her friend Jamie, which was about their friendship. She has Mm -hmm. now changed it to be something else, which irks him until he goes to see her live and sort of realizes, what can I do? She's a big, she's an instant star. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know if he's the one, I don't remember which one of them says that she was born for this, but someone says about her she was born for this. We're also should
1: be noted that his, her parents are uh, divided mm. on her aspirations of stardom. Her father, in and in actually a, 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 not the usual mm-hmm. uh, way they break this down, the father is very into it and mm-hmm. very much wants her to, pres- to pursue her path, and the mother not so much, but they're fighting a lot. Yeah. Did you notice that the song that she wrote sounded exactly like, anything you want, you got it, baby. <laughs>
2: it sounded, the,
1: the music sounded just like that. When yeah. they were, when the horns were playing it, the big band at the school, mm. I was like, why are they oh, playing yeah, Roy yeah. Orbison?
0: They did sound it like when the, when the band was playing it at the school. Anything also, I, I really want to know more about this principal. The principal who like organized uh, the band playing and stuff. I was like, oh, I'm curious about this character. Tell me more. Um. Also, when are they going to address the fact that her parents must be like huge Beatles fans, Jude Harrison and Sadie Harrison?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think that that's the show did that. I don't know Mm -hmm. that the parents are supposed to. (laughs) I I mean, it is the first names for sure, but also also the writers giving her George Harrison's last Last name
2: name is pretty (laughs) stupid.
1: Hey, Jude Harrison, don't make it bad. Sexy Sadie is your sister.
0: The only uh, women that I've ever met named Jude are British women in their 60s now.
1: I like Jude Harrison. I like that name. It mm-hmm. it, it clicks for me.
0: Is that what you're going to name your daughter? Jude Harrison <laughs> <No>. Driscoll.
1: <laughs> Jude Harrison in the walkouts. Um, so I... That's pretty much the first episode. As I was watching it, Mm -hmm. I was like wanting to think it was like charming enough, but it kind of
0: was kind of like not. I don't know. It seems very cliche. um, And but I felt like the second episode immediately got better. Like, I think it was just a bad pilot.
1: It's wild that like this. It doesn't the clothes and sort of like the music styles (laughs) feel dated. but the american idol and like the voice are still like huge shows yeah like the voice is the one of the most popular shows on tv so the like
0: voices.
2: the voice is the that's what you said <laughs> uh
1: so yeah so i don't know um let let me so uh, name of the episode is uh
0: even better, than the, Even real better thing. than the real
1: thing. Even better than the real thing is a U2 song. They're, all these are named after songs, too. We're not going to do that bit on this, though. We've done U2. The next one is Nirvana. I don't know that we've ever done Nirvana.
0: We haven't done Nirvana because uh, all the Degrassi ones are 80 songs thus far, except for that one weird uh, jagged little pill. Oh, that's
1: interesting. So do we save it for Maine in case they ever do Nirvana or do we do Nirvana right now? We save it for Maine. That
0: is a main deal.
1: But this- what if Nirvana never shows up? I'm not gonna look through all the episode
0: titles now to find it's probably out. Probably in like season twelve or something
1: like that.
0: Um, Breed is my favorite Nirvana song. Are you kidding me? Me too. No way. Absolutely. I love Breed. Oh my god, it's the best. And it's, also it's very odd to me when Jude Harrison is talking about Kurt Cobain like writing his masterpiece at twenty three and she's like, I only have eight years. And I was like, Girl, you have so much time. I'm 36 here. You're fine.
1: (laughs) I will say I also love drain you. And I also love, uh, Francis Farmer will have her vengeance. Nirvana is just one of the
0: great bands. Mm -hmm. One of the greats.
1: I can't even think about that. She's, she said that she's only has eight years till she's 23.
0: I remember (sighs) when, um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that, uh, what's my age again by blink One Eighty Two came out when I was about 15 and I was like, wow, 23 feels like so far away. And then I passed it and I don't now I'm like, God, that's young.
1: Mm-hmm. 23 is young. Tommy Q,
0: little Tommy Q, little Tommy Q has like lived a life already. At first I kind of hate him, but then I, I don't know something about his bad Boston accent really got to me and I liked him by the end. Was he
1: supposed to be from Boston?
0: I don't know, but he has an accent like that. I don't know but if it was like all a new Canadians. kids on the block kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They were dressed up the, like 98 degrees mm-hmm. when they showed like the video of the boy band.
0: I thought of Backstreet Boys, but I think that they all wore those like white. <laughs> they all, like, I actually think you're right. Videos. I think it was exactly <laughs>
1: Backstreet Boys. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, So, Instant Star gets mm -hmm. off to a rocky start, but at the same time, I will say, uh, for the most part, I love Sadie. Sadie is her sister, Mm -hmm. who is, like, jealous, but also... I like actually think this is kind of a fun Mm -hmm. twist is that her sister is like very popular in school, whereas Mm -hmm. Jude Harrison is not as popular in school. So now that Jude Harrison has won this contest, the whole thing has shifted. The power dynamic has shifted. So it's leaving Jude, uh, Sadie Harrison in in a whole new world, which I like.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's a really interesting dynamic and not something that I see often on television. Or a movie. They
1: certain yeah, no, very rarely. I, I think a trope though is like the younger the older sibling like the younger sibling eclipsing the older sibling and the mm-hmm, older sibling mm-hmm. feeling left behind. That happens a lot on TV mm-hmm. shows. But like this way and it's just is just purely about like popularity and they're mm-hmm. young. Sadie. Sadie Harrison, played by
0: Marie's. <laughs> no, her name Joseph. is like
1: like Vanderfort, something Vanderfort. Ooh. Oh, it should also be noted that her friend Cat mm-hmm. refers to Tommy Q as uh, an Orlando Bloom Sunday smothered in Johnny Depp sauce. If we really <laughs> want to date this show,
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. The one other music reference that we uh, briefly brought up but didn't really talk about was the fact that Jamie buys Jude a Joe Strummer guitar pick. Which is like bullshit. No, you didn't. There's, you don't buy that stuff, A, for starters.
1: You're <laughs> a child. Like, mm-hmm. you do not have enough money for that. I wonder maybe also, it would he even... might
0: have been dead by that point. I think he was dead. I
1: think he, like, bought it on eBay. Electronic Bay. Yeah. I think. Or eBay. A-bay is what a- it is in uh,
0: A-bay. a A-bay. What, what were we bay. saying the other day? That was... Uh... Who's in whom? <laughs> no, no, no. There was something. Oh, screwboos.
1: Oh, screwboos, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: screwboos. Oh,
0: it's screwboos.
1: Um, so yeah, instant star episode two, come as you are. We're into this one now. Beat em bottom, mm-hmm. beat him, bottom, dim, doodum, dadum, deedum. That's all apologies. Beat em
0: beat deedum, deedum, deedum. No, come as you are be. Uh, come as you are is about solid magazine. Yes. Yes.
1: Which is run by the charismalists, uh, Darius Mills. This guy had absolutely no charisma, the guy who played Darius. Strangely enough, I think I like the actor who plays little Tommy Q because he's mm-hmm. on Winona Earp and he's pretty good on that. Mm-hmm. So far on this show, he I don't find him to be particularly uh, engaging or charismatic at mm-hmm. all. I kind of think he sucks, but
0: there was something that got me and I don't know what it was, but I turned a page or turned a corner at some point on him and I don't remember what it was, if he said a line or if there was something he did, Hmm. but I was like, okay, this guy's all right, but maybe it was just because I hated Jamie so much.
1: Jamie is is annoying and is so tropey, but like, Mm -hmm. all right, he's like, I did really hate when he said, we listened to Sonic Youth and wrote songs that changed the world.
0: Yeah, and I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> also, like Sonic Youth didn't do that.
1: They wrote like fucking noisy dirges. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I love Sonic, and that's not to do, I love Sonic Youth, but I mean, yeah. come on, let's be honest. They, a lot of it is
0: purposely
1: yeah. unlistenable.
0: I can't decide if the people from the music label absolutely suck or if they're going to be okay. Um, the one woman who is like, there's like two women who work for the label and one woman is not so sure, like, is not so sure about the whole situation. The other one is like, no, she's going to be good. She'll be really good at this. And the one who's not so sure, um, gets like all up in arms about this photo shoot that happens and it happens for like two seconds Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in the beginning of this episode.
1: I think she's going to turn out to be good. That would be my guess. Yeah. I hate to to, to, to suppose anything because mm-hmm. I usually end up looking silly, mm-hmm. but it seems like she's going to be won over and like fight for Jude Harrison. Yeah, I hope so. But yeah, so there's the, the, the second episode opens with a photo shoot because uh, Jude Harrison is getting the cover of what's the name of the magazine by Darius? Solid uh,
0: magazine.
1: By fucking charisma vacuum Darius. Mm-hmm. Um, She's getting the cover. So the, she comes out and she's at school mm-hmm. and she's got sexy clothes on. They only
0: have a, two sets they can use. It's the club and it's the school. And then it's I the I was ducks. like,
1: <laughs> how embarrassing would you, how embarrassed would you be if you were like shooting these pictures at your school in front very. of like, all your friends? So she's in a very short skirt and like her belly's hanging out and not her belly, her belly button. She doesn't have a belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and the photographer's like, "We're going for a sexy schoolgirl theme."
0: It and was. It, it wasn't sexy schoolgirl. It was rocker schoolgirl. Oh,
1: right. You're right. Rock and roll
0: schoolgirl. Yeah. I was like, so, "No, that's not a thing." That's. Not
1: <laughs> so she takes a couple, and there. Another thing about this show is like, sometimes she talks to the camera, mm-hmm. like Ferris Bueller, like mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller. Uh. So she does that here, I think. And she's like, someone could get used to this. And then the guy takes three pictures and stops. It's like, that's a wrap. And the woman you're talking about says, mm-hmm. what do you mean that's a wrap? And the guy goes, she lost the cover.
0: Mm.
1: So Darius.
0: Darius pulled on.
1: He pulled her from the cover because he doesn't believe, much like a lot of other people seem, that she should have even won this contest. It should have been Eden. Mm-hmm. Eden kind of sucks. Eden way sucks. Eden was also in this contest. Mm -hmm. It seemed like she was like the runner up. It was between her and Jude Harrison.
0: Mm -hmm. And Darius seems uh, anti-children also.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like that like young people are like uh, carving out the music business these days. He seems Mm -hmm. to like think it's not. It's probably right. Yeah. He was ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, So Jude Harrison's parents are like going away. Mm
0: -hmm. For a a, a marriage retreat.
1: Yeah, because they're having some problems. Also should be, and Jude Harrison failed like a science test. And she's failed Mm -hmm. two science tests. A lot of this, it's very odd that she's like going to school to me.
0: Well, in the first episode... Uh, Tommy Q tells her to meet him at the studio at 9 a.m. on Monday. And I was like, that's school. So, school. <laughs> like, That doesn't make any school. sense.
1: Yeah. So she's so the parents are like, you can't go out this weekend. You're mm-hmm. grounded. And they're like, Sadie, you better watch her. But meanwhile, the label has tasked Tommy Q mm-hmm. to go to see Darius and to get Darius mm-hmm. to put her back on this very influential magazine cover. Mm-hmm. So there's a daytime party at his house. Jude's going to go, but Sadie's like, ah, uh, motherfucker, if you don't take me with you, I'm going to rat you out to mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And it also, Jamie shows up with blockbuster videos in hand
2: because
1: mm-hmm. he thinks they're staying in, but they all go to this party and
0: it's a soiree. It's, it's, uh, as Jamie described it, after he called Tommy Cube Menudo Mm-hmm. He described this afternoon party that he thought couldn't be that big of a deal. Like he died and woke up in a Snoop Dogg video.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It didn't look that debaucherous to me. It just it was looked really like an, an afternoon pool party.
1: It was like a rich people pool party. Mm-hmm. I was saying as I was watching it, I was like, I really miss gatherings. <laughs> I really <laughs> thought that I was like, that seems like it would be really fun to be at.
0: To be yeah, quite honest. yeah.
1: And they're passing booze around and hanging Mm -hmm. out and Mm -hmm. talking. And so we find out here that, or actually we find out back in the studio.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Because the label seems to just run completely out of one building where there's a studio and like everybody works there.
0: Because that's how it works. Yeah, that's definitely how it works. I mean, maybe in Canada. I don't know.
1: Maybe it is. You don't know. Um. We find out that there's a history between Darius and Timmy Q. Tommy we don't know what it is yet, but we know that there's been a falling out. So I was like, oh, were they? was he in the band? hmm Turns out not. So they go to this party. Tommy Q is like, I'm going to go talk to Darius. You need to schmooze with all these people. Mm-hmm. Eden is there, it should be noted. Mm-hmm. Lots of shit happens. There's fights. Oh, Sadie gets drunk, which is great. Yes. yes. This is when I turn the corner on Sadie. She's just like (laughs) pounding booze back and forth. And I'm like, now I got someone I can latch on to. So Eden is very mean to Jude Harrison. She calls her like, talks about her bad clothes. And now she's like, shouldn't have won the contest. Meanwhile, there's this young woman who's around and she doesn't like the way she's being talked to. So she talks to Jude Harrison. They have a very lovely conversation. All the while, I'm like, am I supposed to know who this person is?
0: Yeah. And is she supposed to know who this person is that she's talking to? I, <laughs> she doesn't even she ask.
1: Said, <laughs> no, nothing. She's just like talking to this person. So it turns out we're not yet. It's a reveal. Mm-hmm. We find out later who it is. We fi- uh, Tommy Q gives mm-hmm. Darius a copy of the CD of a song from Jude Harrison. He's like, if you don't think she's the future of music, I'll walk out of here. And, I, and they, they play the song and it's fine.
0: And they have like a whole montage during the song. But it's not that it's like a fine song, but it's not the future of music. I'm sorry. It's like not that good. Um, the other thing that I was I found really funny. Um, I don't know exactly what made me think about this, um, but at this party. But at this time, like music was so siloed. Like, rock was over here and pop was over here, and like hip hop is over here and country's over there, and like none of them interacted, and there wasn't this kind Do of like.
1: All of the genres.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Where was jazz?
1: Wait, but where was jazz? Oh,
0: it's way over there. We're not okay. even talking okay. about it right now. Like... What about uh, polka? Where was polka? Is that like a subgenre? <laughs> <laughs> where was
1: um r&b you didn't say r&b did you You said no you i said R&B?
0: hip-hop which Those is, are different you know, things yeah. where's r&b and yeah. b is also over here okay. but it's like okay. it kind of touches hip-hop but not quite it's like next to it very close <laughs> yes, and like rap way. is like not really i don't know there's like a lot of and then you know alternative and college rock and oh blues mm. didn't say blues mm-hmm. Classical? That's like out of the room. That's like no one's even talking about it. Uh,
1: musical theater songs. Oh
0: yeah, cabarets.
1: Don't get me started.
0: <laughs> no, this could be have started. been a
1: cabaret episode. <laughs> we could have been talking about cabaret instead of fucking Jude Harrison.
0: Mm-hmm. This I know. was my next, idea. Next next month I will know. be Pat Mansplain's movies to Rachel. On. <laughs> one movie.
1: We watch one movie, and I'll tell you why it's good. All
0: movies. <laughs> the um, worst, my favorite the worst thing. Guy. Is, so when um. When Tommy Q goes to talk to Darius, uh, he sends Jude around to meet people. And so she's like awkwardly like sticking out her hand to like shake hands with people. (laughs) Like, hello, nice to meet
1: you. All the while, like this schmuck Jamie's just like walking around this place. Like just,
0: I don't know. Did I he have like the bag him. of chips that he brought over to Jude's house with him as he was walking around his party? I didn't notice.
1: That would have been pretty funny. I don't know. I can't say for sure. I feel like this guy's going to grow on me a little once he like gets over the fact that Jude's mm-hmm. not into him. Mm-hmm. I think I'll like him. That's like mm-hmm. what happened with Harvey on Sabrina.
2: What,
0: uh, yeah.
1: I like started to like him more.
0: You know what it was that I liked about. Um, Tommy Q, it's the very last thing that happens in this episode, I think, was one of the things that I was just like, yes, but it also made me like Sadie more too. When she's drunk and he's taking him home from the party and he just has her on his shoulder as he's like walking into the room, there was something so dumb and comical about it. <laughs> I, I really realized, loved buddy, it. <laughs> Sadie gets into like
1: a shoving fight with Eden because mm-hmm. Eden talked shit to about June Harrison, yeah, which I in the pool. And Sophie, Sadie was so drunk that she puked on, uh, Tommy Tommy Hughes Hughes. shoes, yeah. Um, Darius. So the big reveal is that Darius is, in fact, going to give Jude Harrison the cover after all, because the woman that Jude Harrison was talking to turned out to be Darius's little sister, who also this is a a big, 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 lots of reveal unfolding onion, uh, who also happens to be Tommy Q's ex-wife.
0: Yeah, because they got married when they were like 18 for a month. Yeah.
1: Which is why there's bad blood between Tommy Q and Tommy.
0: Tommy Q has lived a lot of life at his 22 years. Tommy Q, baby, I love you. Tommy Q. I'm going to top up my wine. I'll be right back. Oh, Tommy Q. So you're smart. You just have the bottle with you. Yeah.
1: Just smart, which is another word for alcoholic. Tommy Q, baby, I love you, Tommy Q. I like the way you walk. I like the way you
2: walk. I like the way you talk,
1: Tommy Q. Bop 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 bop. If you, I was singing a little bit more of uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival's "Susie Q," but as Tommy Q, while you were gone. Aww. I like the way you walk, I like the way you talk, Tommy Q.
0: Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what happened.
1: Yeah, I guess she's going, yeah, everything's good in the hood. Everybody's having a good time, living it mm-hmm. up. That party looked like a lot of fun.
0: The party looked like fun. Um, The other thing to date this very much was that Sadie was doing Taibo. Taibo. In I thought she, she,
1: and then she called it like, uh, hold on. She was doing Taibo, but, uh, Jude Harrison called it Taekwondork. Dork. Yes. <laughs> Which is a very Ellie thing to say. I mean, <laughs> she is very Ellie to me.
0: Yeah. She's a lot cooler than Ellie. Jude yeah. Harrison's
1: pretty cool. She's only fifteen years old, though.
0: The only, the only other thing that, like, actually probably one of the few things that made me laugh in this whole episode, and I'm pretty sure that Jude says it when they're having family dinner, and she's like, "Meatless meatloaf? Isn't that just loaf?"
1: You like that? Those, I, those made make me laugh. Too.
0: It made me laugh.
1: How much you think this episode goes there? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Doesn't go anywhere. Doesn't go much of anywhere. Yeah, my big questions are, like, how big of a star is she? Like, this mm-hmm. is just Canada, we're assuming. Yeah. But Canadians become big stars in America. Yeah. Shania Twain, for heaven's sake.
0: Um, I found out that Alex is, uh, was, um, she's from British Columbia, and she apparently would sing the Canadian National Anthem at a lot of, like, the hockey games and stuff um, on the West Coast. And she became referred to as the Celine Dion of the West. Did somebody say British
1: Columbia, British? It's me, Piers Morgan. I'm just looking for a place to talk because I've left my job at Good Morning Britain because of all the horrible things I said about Meghan Markle. (laughs) If anybody says British, I show up. Oh, my goodness. I love the way you walk. Um, yeah, this is an unremarkable show. I rem- I remember watching it today and thinking to myself, I just wish I could get on the podcast today and say, well, it was kind of like delightful. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't. No it It wasn't offensive at all no it wasn't
0: offensive but i i wasn't like i was dying to watch the next episode but i'm quite knowing that it gets better i'm like yeah i'll stick it out but
1: yeah yeah it could be fun if she just becomes like a huge genuine instant star
0: well (laughs) she technically should already be an instant star right well
1: if she's gonna be if you're instant
0: instant, it's like that you know it happens very fast
1: Well, she is going to be on that magazine within three days of her winning this competition, apparently.
0: That's true. That's true. Britney Spears, rocker, schoolgirl.
1: It's interesting because oftentimes... I used to watch American Idol. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that show, a thing that would very much annoy me about that show is... Mm -hmm. The judges on that show would have very much have an agenda. And that's because mm-hmm. the, they want the person to win who they think is obviously going to sell the most records. So there would be contestants on that show who were very, very, very good, sometimes much better than the people who won the show. Mm-hmm. And that was because I and I used to like write about this show on for like I used to get paid money to like write oh, about
2: yeah. Like uh,
1: American Idol. And it would infuriate me because you would see how calculated. It was especially bad not to call out people, but it was especially bad when J-Lo was a judge because they, J-Lo was in the bag for mm-hmm. whoever they told her to be in the bag for.
2: Mm. So they
1: would cr- unfairly criticize really good performances from people that they just didn't want to win the show. Mm. And then that's how you end up with fucking Scotty McCreary,
0: Everybody, oh jeez, Louise,
1: because they wanted him because he mm-hmm. was it was the country when like country was hitting, and they were, that's the guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though the, Haley Reinhardt was so much better, mm-hmm. you should get me talking about
0: Haley Reinhardt. This is I never watched much American Idol, so I'm like, who are these people? I vaguely Dean Johns. Know I Scotty will say Scotty name.
1: If you watched American Idol and are a Haley Reinhardt stand. Let's get to talking on these, uh, on the, what do we call the things on, uh, that we do? The meet and greets. They're mm-hmm. not meet and greets. Meetups, meetups, meetups. Yes, meetups. Because I got a lot to say. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that, would make, uh, that would infuriate me. So This does seem to be like the opposite of that, where like the person who they didn't want to win somehow still managed to win it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because of po- fan popularity. Because mm-hmm. she's like a regular, relatable person, it seems like.
0: Did you like those songs, Rach? They were inoffensive, but I can't say that I was excited to hear them. They were like fine.
1: The criticism that Tommy Q had for her song when they were in the studio was spot on. The lyrics were bad. Yeah. And then she rewrote the whole damn thing much to Jamie's chagrin. But I will say Jamie takes
0: her because I like how Jamie thinks that that song would have changed the world. (laughs)
1: I mean, Jamie's a more an idiot, let's be fair. (laughs) But so I I will say this. Jamie is very interested in Jude Harrison romantically. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the first episode or the middle of the first episode, he tells her that. Mm -hmm. And she is not interested in the same way. It's like just friends. I love you, but just Mm -hmm. as a friend. And he does initially get upset and walk away. But, I mean, he rebounds pretty good from it. And it seems to be, like, okay with it by the end of the first episode. And then by the Mm -hmm. second episode, they're, like, friends again. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: resilient
0: is what I'm saying.
1: I actually looked at pictures of him now, and he is uh, pretty hot.
0: Jamie? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, Jamie and Tommy Q look almost identical, except for that Jamie has glasses.
1: Yeah. Tommy Q is also legit 10 years older than all of those
0: people. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: I did look it up, and I was like, maybe they're similar ages, even though they're playing, however, seven years apart. But no, they are a full ten years apart from one another. Nice. He's older than me! Really? He's four years older than me. Wow, I wouldn't have... Oh, you would have thought I looked much older than him.
0: Well, because... Alex Zizza is like two years younger than me or a year younger than me.
1: She is born in 1986 yeah. and he was born in
0: 1976. Oh, wow. He's old. What's his He's, name? Tim Rosen? I don't know. There's a Tim Rosin. Tim yeah. Rosen bag. Yeah. 44. He's got nice eyes. He's got kind eyes.
1: He's very handsome. I'm not taking Mm -hmm.
0: anything away from him. Oh, he played Mutt on Shits Creek. That's why he looks familiar. Right. He did play Mutt on Shits Creek. Well, he looks familiar in his like Wikipedia picture where he looks like Mutt.
1: (laughs) He's hot. No question. He's hot.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. And then Christopher Turner with a K. He's hot too. He's your age.
1: That's Jamie?
0: Yeah, Jamie was born September twenty-seventh,
1: nineteen eighty. He's I'm he I am literally three days older than him. Yeah. And he's playing very young with Jude Harrison.
0: Yeah, she's much younger. She's actually like well, she's not even fifteen. She's like eighteen when people. She yeah, this she's show. eighteen
1: on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how she can get away with kissing mutt on the mouth.
0: Man, the I didn't even realize words. that was mutt. <laughs> I got to look like up him. Christopher Turner. There was a guy um, that Are we still
1: doing the show or now we just on our own. We're still doing the show.
0: Well, I mean, we're the kind br- of talking the, about the show, but not really. OK, yeah, the Christopher, deep John's the, are in it. Christopher Turner looks is very handsome now. He's hot. I told yeah. you. Like, look at his look at his. I know. Picture. I looked at that
1: picture already today. That's the one <laughs> I said that he, I saw. But he his name
0: hot. is Chris with a K. I once oh, made yeah. out with a Chris with a K. Chris with Nobody's a K is perfect. a bad name. Nobody's perfect. It's like B R
1: Y A N.
0: You don't like the B R Y A Ns, Brian's.
1: I shouldn't say that because I'll get myself in trouble again. Because somebody <laughs> who, what name did I make fun of that someone's like that's my boyfriend's name?
0: I don't even remember. Uh, Alan. Alan. Yes, I was supposed <laughs> to be named Alan. My next door neighbor growing up was a B R Y A N.
1: B R Y A N is totally fine. Mm-hmm. I think the name Brian is pretty funny just in general.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, what's, uh, Alex is, is doing these days? Is she working? She keeping it up? She was, uh, doing music stuff for a long time, but I don't know if she's still doing anything. Last I saw was like a couple years ago. She had, she seemed to have dealt, um, been dealt a bad hand with a record label situation. She was signed by Epic and then dropped by Epic when Epic dropped like a third of their artists. Mm. right before she was supposed to release her debut album. Stop, really?
1: Mm-hmm. And this is after Instant Star?
0: Yeah. So she, I think, like, third or fourth season of Instant Star got signed, so then, like, the last season they would only allow, like, so many of her own songs to be on there. And then she recorded this album with Epic, and it got mastered and everything. It was about to be released and then got dropped, and I don't know if she ever released that stuff. I didn't read the rest of it, so... <laughs> I don't know if she ever released that album, but she wasn't allowed to release it because they technically like owned it at first. So then she had to release a different album. So she didn't act
1: much after this, you're saying.
0: When is Devil's Diary? 2007.
1: Oh, so it's right in the thick of this.
0: It's right in the thick of this.
1: It's just funny, with an instant star, what you do is you put it in a, you, you gotta, you, you uh just put it in the mug you got to you use kettle water you just boil it you yeah. boil the water and then you pour it in you, you got to let it sit for a minute you stir it and then boom instant star
0: Sometimes you might microwave it instead.
1: You could microwave it, but it does <laughs> never taste as good. No, wait for, wait kettle, for yeah. the boiled. Water.
0: You gotta wait at least that. Uh, it's a little bit extra time, but it's worth it for the instant it's worth star. It.
1: You can't, when you're, when you're making an instant star, you don't, even I think, though. I think
0: all the stars out there will agree.
1: Yeah, there's no way. An instant star is never going to be as good as like a, 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 a brood take time star. But if you're going to do it, At least wait for the water to boil on the kettle and Mm -hmm. don't put it Mm -hmm. in the microwave because you get at least a little bit better of an
0: Instant Star. It's a better flavor. Mm -hmm.
1: Better flavored Instant Star.
0: (laughs) Plain. I like plain.
1: (laughs) Oh, I like plain. I I always just like plain. What flavor was it? Oh, plain. I like everything plain. If if Brewmeds, if you don't know what we're doing, that's uh, from one of the greatest... Movies ever made. and store, take Vista Del Mar. Have we talked about that on the podcast yet? No,
0: we just talked about it amongst ourselves.
1: Dean Johns, big time two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert over here, right, Siskel?
0: I'm going to see two friends for an outdoor hang on Sunday, and they both just recently watched it, too, and we were talking. (laughs) Quoting it to each other, I'm very excited.
1: <laughs> it is a. I'm not. A, you know me. Movie quotes. I don't love when people do the movie quotes, but I love this movie, and I love the movie quotes. What's on.
0: so What's so bad about it for me is that I don't even remember most of the quotes. I was just laughing too hard. <laughs> I
1: watched it two. I I don't know if I've talked about it. The watched I watched it, it twice. two times. Yeah. I rented it and watched it two times because I knew that that first go around I was missing stuff because it was mm-hmm. so. Funny, if broomheads Deem Johns that's our you know, we recommend things sometimes. Mm-hmm. that is a big time. both Rachel and I loved it
0: mm-hmm. um, my other recommendation, which I've watched one more episode of them Pat, is the real world reunion on Paramount Plus.
1: I'm a big time. We talked about that on the on main though
0: a little bit, yeah, but I now that I watched the second episode, I definitely recommend it, yeah, Heather B Heather B, could you get the C story? Could you get the C story?
1: Close personal friend of mine, Heather B. hmm Um that's not true, but I do know her. We're not close personal friends. But you know, broomheads. Team Johns. Team Johns, broomheads. Let us know what you think. If you like the instant star recaps and the Reeshmoops, we'll do them. Mm-hmm. It's fun to have a it's fun to have what seems to be like a whole different a whole separate show. For the heads, yeah, for the heads, for the heads and the monkeys and the johns,
0: it's true, it's true.
1: Kurt Angle, um, loving it so far. The star is instant, the accents are Canadian, the Harrisons are Jude. Do you know... Or say? i actually wait. Or I'll mom wait or dad. <laughs> mom, Harrison, and dad Harrison.
0: Mom, mom. Do we know their names? Mom and dad Harrison?
1: Do we... No, I don't think so. Do we get the feeling that the dad wants her to be famous so that, like, he can get money from her? I don't.
0: No, I not. It's not like not, a Britney Spears' dad No, scenario. I don't get that vibe.
2: Well...
1: I feel like you're just stalling here. You're like me. You're trying not to finish recording the episode. You want to keep talking. Let's get out of here, though. Dope Monkeys, we love you. Instant Star, do it up.
0: See you on Tuesday. Yeah, watch it with us. Bye.
1: Just wait for us to tell you that it's not worth watching. (laughs) It goes by quick, though. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what, though? I'll tell you this. This show, it goes by Just
0: like a pill Instead of
1: making me better You're making me ill (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying In the middle of nowhere In the middle of a busted dream Not the words
0: And I swear
1: (laughs) I love that song.
0: Can't wait to get excited about some Instant Star songs. It's going to happen at some point.
1: If there is an Instant Star song that's better than Just Like a Pill by Pink, I'll be surprised.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that the name
2: of that song? Just Like a Pill? All right. We got to get out of here. I'll yeah. see ya. All right. Bye, broomheads.